Okay, so I realize that, you know, since Elon Musk is such a, let's use the word, polarizing figure that um, you probably already have your own thoughts on this topic, I just wanted to kind of take a step back and take a look at Starlink. Starlink is a venture... Uh, put forth by Elon Musk that aims to sell internet connections to almost anyone on the planet by way of a growing network of private satellites orbiting overhead. After years of development with SpaceX, it picked up the pace in 2021. In January, after three years' worth of successful launches, the project had surpassed 1,000 satellites delivered into orbit one year and dozens of successful launches later, it now boasts well over 2,000 functioning satellites orbiting overhead. Starlink says that it now offers service in 32 countries across the world, though the budding broadband provider still faces a backlog of prospective customers waiting to receive equipment and start service. Um... That list of countries includes Ukraine, where Musk said in February that additional satellite terminals were en route amid the Russian invasion and amid Russian attempts to jam the signal, a move that costs U.S. taxpayers $3 million, according to a report from the Washington Post. Starlink isn't without its controversies. Members of the scientific community have raised concerns about the impact of its low-Earth orbit satellites on night sky visibility. Meanwhile, satellite internet competitors including Viasat, HughesNet, and Amazon's Project Kuiper, K-U-I-P-E-R, have taken notice of its momentum too, prompting regulatory jousting and attempts to slow Musk down. Most recently, dust... Dish Network has taken issue with Starlink and its claims that 5G expansions in the 12 gigahertz band would interfere with the satellite signals. This August, nearly two years after Starlink secured nearly $885.5 million in grant funds from the FCC, the FCC decided to reverse that decision and cancel Starlink subsidies claiming that the service failed to meet program requirements. Quote, We cannot afford to subsidize ventures that are not delivering the promised speeds or are not likely to meet program requirements, said the FCC chairwoman Jessica Rosenworkel, while also knowing that Starlink's prom- technology had real promise. Um, so, I guess my personal beef is that, like, I personally don't have the highest opinion of Elon Musk. I think he's kind of a moron. And, like, I also think he's a Trump-esque figure. Because if you, like, I point to his recent attempted acquisition of Twitter. Like, it's a very public ordeal. And, you know, instead of talking with them, he would just go on Twitter and to me, rant, and, like, the whole deal fell apart, and 
it's probably going to play out in court for a couple years now. And what does he have to start or show for it? So the idea of Starlink is that it wants to sell internet access, particularly to people in rural areas and other parts of the world who don't already have access to high-speed broadband. I'd also say that, like, one other problem with Wi-Fi and installing your modem that, like, I personally ran into, I have CenturyLink, and they have their head up their stinking, yeah. Okay, so shoot back to three years ago uh, when I moved into my condo. They offered me, you know, the higher speed internet. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Well, it turns out my condo complex is built in 1967. So what's the problem with that? Well, the wiring isn't new enough to whatever the higher speed of modem, Wi-Fi, whatever, uses the electricity outlets aren't configured the right way. There's like two cable or something. I don't know. It's been three years and my mom had to wash my house and let the installer in and there's a whole circus in and of itself, but I still have Wi-Fi. I mean, it's not terrible, but like uploading videos and content on Wi-Fi is sucks, takes hours that I don't have. So, quote, Starlink is ideally suited for areas of the globe. Oh, yeah, by the way, it wouldn't cost me anymore to get this higher speed internet. It's more I would just have to move to a newer, I guess, house. I, I don't know. You know, when houses are already stupid expensive. Starlink is ideally suited for areas of the globe where connectivity has typically been a challenge. Reads the website. Unbounded by traditional ground infrastructure, it can deliver high-speed broadband internet to locations where access has been unreliable or completely unavailable. All you need to make the connection is set up a small satellite dish at your home to receive the signal and pass the bandwidth onto your router. The company offers a number of mounting options for rooftops, yards, and the exterior of your home. There's even a Starlink app for Android and iOS that uses an AR to help customers pick the best location and position for their receivers. Starlink service is only available in select regions in the U.S., Canada, and abroad at this point, but the service now boasts of more than 100,000 satellite terminals shipped to customers. And the coverage map will continue to grow as more satellites um, make their way to the constellation. Eventually, it hopes to blanket the entire planet in a usable high-speed Wi-Fi signal, clean for moving vehicles and in-flight Wi-Fi. So how fast is it? Um, in the During the fourth quarter of 2021 is when it was an, analyzed. 
Starlink offered download speeds exceeding 100 megabytes per second in 15 different countries last year, um, with average speeds in Q4 that were higher than Q3. In the U.S., it offered download speeds of about 105 megabits per second and the average upload speeds of about 12 megabits per second, um, which is about five or six times better than the averages for satellites' rivals via SAT and HughesNet, according to this uh, speed tracking site. Um, so how much does it cost? Um, once again, this is a older article. So, uh, Starlink is now accepting orders on a first come, first served basis, so you'll need to request service. Put down a $99 deposit. $110 per month? What? So you'll need to request service, put down a, a deposit, and then wait your way through the backlog. During its beta in 21, it said that some pre-orders could take as long as six months to fulfill in some regions. And now it says that new orders may not be fulfilled until 2023 or later. The cost of the service was initially billed at $99 per month plus an initial payment of $4.99 for the satellite dish and router that you'll need to install at home. Uh, but now it is $110 per month and $599 up front for the hardware. Um, for reference, my like I bought my modem, which maybe that's stupid, I, I don't know. Um... My Wi-Fi is like $45 a month. I, I don't know what. Uh, what? <laughs> it actually... Because, like, for what I'm paying, like, I should be getting at least times and a half Wi-Fi speeds than I am. Like, my friend Gerard claims to have fiber, Google Fiber or whatever, and he still had problems with uh, connectivity and, you know, lag and whatnot when we're gaming. So, like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, all these Wi-Fi, you know, just like 4G, 4G LTE, and like 5g you know like all these seem to be just marketing gimmicks and they're all crap i don't know so with something so big and it's orb orbiting the planet of course there's going to be conspiracy theories so i found some that we can enjoy this is posted in r slash conspiracy three months ago starlink real purpose theory Theory, Starlink is a surveillance and control grid that will become the only means for ordinary people to connect to the internet, provided they have a valid digital ID and clean social credit history. 
<laughs> they speculate on some other stuff, but yeah, I don't want to read that part. Reasoning, there are currently 3,400 active satellites. Starlink wants to have over 4,000 satellites operational in the next 18 months. Something doesn't add up. Why should there be a justifiable need to provide satellite internet on that scale? Um, <laughs> um, another one space posted in r slash spacex lounge god theory on why elon really wants to build starlink oh so this is before starlink even became active which was this posted from four years ago so, as we know that the majority of what Elon Musk does is to help colonize Mars, SpaceX to get us there, Tesla to power the place, and boring company to get us between the colonies. So, naturally, Starlink should fit in there somewhere. I think that the Starlink constellation that's currently going up is a test run so they can put together another constellation around Mars. This constellation installation would do two things first establish full communications around mars second to talk to the original constellation around earth to allow for more data to be sent between the planets at any given time i don't think i don't think elon musk is that smart i'm sorry um hmm. so i found an article by makeuseof.com six key facts about elon musk starlink internet you need to know so let's need to know starlink is a telecom company names to provide global internet access and create a hopefully create a reliable connection between rural and urban areas since april of last year over 1800 satellites have been deployed um It's amazing, like, is this not regulated at all? Like, how many freaking satellites a company can launch up? I mean, like, there's already so much a problem with, like, space trash orbiting the Earth and whatnot. Like, yeah, I wonder what, yeah. Um... Another 10,200 are set to be deployed alongside the existing 1,800 already in orbit. Once all these are in low Earth orbit, uh, Starlink should be able to provide global continuous coverage, but they want to launch all the way up to 42,000 if, quote, Starlink successfully grows as a company. Um, it offers a new kind of internet starlink satellites are designed to communicate via laser tech given that lasers can travel at light speed this is allows for an extremely fast communication process which is intended to outshine other telecom methods starlink is offering super fast internet speeds uh its official faq states that its range uh its speeds range from 50 megabytes per sec to 150 megabytes per sec. Um, 
with an internet speed of 150 megabits per second, you can essentially do anything you want without any lagging or freezing across multiple devices at once. Um, I mean, yeah. SpaceX is the mother company of Starlink. Starlink is operated through SpaceX, Elon Musk's aerospace manufacturer and transport giant founded in 2002, 13 years before its conception. Um, it wasn't until 2017 that the name Starlink was trademarked, inspired by John Green's book, The Fall in Our Stars, which I have not watched the movie of. Uh, the Starlink beta is already available to try, and Starlink isn't cheap. <laughs> Sorry, Starlink internet isn't going to be cheap, because when you're trying to reach out to rural America, finding a cheap solution is your... or not finding a cheap solution is probably the... I mean, I just imagine some farmer... Out in the middle of the cornfields of Kansas, like, why do I need high-speed internet at $110 a month? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, okay, so the prices are similar ever everywhere. In the UK, a Starlink subscription will cost you around €89 Euro every month, or... 1100 euro a year and these high subscription prices don't even cover the hardware and shipping costs um for the average california resident uh month of starlink along with the hardware and shipping costs comes in at 648 dollars so if you want starlink for a year you'd be coughing up uh 1737 dollars which let's see 45 times 10, 450, 495, 500, 540. Yeah, so my internet, unless the prices go up, is costing me 540 a year in case that's different. So I found another conspiracy from two years ago on r slash starlink different purpose for starlink i have a theory about starlink that i haven't heard before and was interested in sharing to hear what others think listening to musk it seems unlikely that starlink itself is at the end point of his strategy much more likely the beginning of something completely different i can't believe those satellites are all dedicated to providing internet access Seems like a direct shot at Hughes via sat, which is something completely different. Seems like Starlink is a risky effort to provide a fast evolving commodity product that nobody is asking for yet. Um, most people have constant high speed internet access via their phone. I would beg to differ because I just drove four hours in the mountains and God, this spot the uh, coverage was terrible um with 12,000 satellites in orbit elon would control a huge swath of 
low orbit space. Um, part of orbital space that is particularly prized by certain users. I don't know where these satellites will be orbiting, but if they happen to orbit over the South China Sea, it would create a huge traffic jam for other superpowers to launch low orbit surveillance satellites and would greatly protect the U.S. Navy in the Pacific. He has the capacity. We have the technology. We can rebuild it. Elon could just be launching small placeholders for a much more ambitious U.S.-based satellite network. Um, So this guy gets around to saying, TLDR, the theory is that Starlink is not just about global internet access, and Elon is staking his claim to a trillion-dollar low-orbit real estate empire and may be preventing other users from using that part of space for his own future benefit, for the benefit of the U.S. military, which... I don't know. So, according to space.com, we're, quote, we're really talking about something which is in the long term, like rebuilding the internet in space, Musk said during a speech in Seattle when revealing the project. His initial estimate of the numbers of satellites soon grew as he hoped to capture a part of the estimated one trillion dollar worldwide internet connectivity market to help achieve his Mars colonization vision. FCC has granted SpaceX permission to fly 12,000 Starlink satellites and the company has filed paperwork with a regulator to loft up to 30,000 additional spacecraft. I mean, what... What's the point? And then, like... uh, All this space trash is, like, terrible in the future. I mean, like, I doubt he gives two cucumbers, but, you know, it's still something to think about. To put that into perspective, as of January 5th, 2022... 12,480 satellites have been launched in all of history, with only 4,900 still active, according to the European Space Agency. Um, First 60 Starlink satellites launched on May 23rd, 2019, aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. They reached their operational altitude of 340 miles 
Low enough to get pulled down to Earth by atmospheric drag in a few years so that they don't become space junk once they die. Hmm. Once your box arrives, you should see within it a Starlink kit that will allow you to connect to the internet. The internet. Company says that nearly every, anybody with a clear region of the sky visible should be able to find a satellite, although those very close to the North and South Poles might be out of luck. Quote, Starlink is ideally suited for areas where connectivity has been unreliable or completely unavailable. So... Basically, the Rocky Mountains when you're driving through it. People across the globe are using Starlink to gain access to education, health services, and even communication support during natural disasters. Wow, what a what a swell guy. Um, oh, so I found an article from Pippa News dated June 2nd, 2022 with a whopping... 47 view counter on it but quote a report has emerged that chinese scientists have developed a plan to destroy must ambitious planned starlink satellites yes chinese military researchers have reported that starlink satellites owned by elon musk call for anti-satellite capabilities that can be deactivated if they threaten national security. God. Where do these people find this stuff? <laughs> oh my God. Starlink outages reported in the last 24 hours with a rating of 3.7 stars out of 5 on 735 votes. Okay, um, Starlink Internet could become unusable for many Americans. Uh, a service issue can mean service outages for 74% of the time. Um, SpaceX has warned that Starlink Internet's service faces an existential threat. The company announced on Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, that its Starlink network would become, quote, unusable for most Americans if a proposal by Dish Network to use the 12 gigahertz band for terrestrial 5G is approved by the FCC. It made its announcement in a strongly worded letter to the FCC. The claims are part of a fierce ongoing feud with Dish Network. <laughs> The issue stems from the fact that this is part of the same Q-band spectrum used by Starlink, OneWeb, and other satellite operates to connect to user terminals. The space company said it has conducted tests in L Las Vegas showing that Dish Network's proposal would cause Starlink users to experience harmful interference more than 77% of the time. In a separate press statement, SpaceX explained that despite technical studies 
dating back as far as 2016 that refute the basis of their claims. Dish has attempted to mislead the FCC with faulty analysis in hopes of obscuring the truth. If their lobbying efforts succeed, this memo continued, our study shows that Starlink customers will experience harmful interference more than 77% of the time and total outage of service 74% of the time, rendering it unusable for most Americans. Huh. That's a big if, of course, but DISH's 5G network currently serves roughly 20% of the U.S. population. Much like SpaceX, the company is making efforts to expand its coverage. DISH has also filed its own FCC complaints against SpaceX in the past, and it recently demanded the company deactivate customers using Starlink on the move. Hmm. Well, what do you know? Is <laughs> more problems in paradise. So anyways, guys, that's been a brief look at Starlink. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, have a good week. We're off next Monday. Bye.